Liquor Talk, brand new episode starts now. Welcome one, welcome everybody to another edition of the Liquor Talk podcast. I'm your man, Vicar, and we are in the final stages of Liquor Talk. We are in the fourth quarter of the Liquor Talk season. Season four has been wonderful, and we're coming for the grand finale, ladies and gentlemen. But my guest today, podcasting out of Denver, Colorado, this brother is the host of the Toxic Tangents podcast. This is Mr. J. How you doing, Dr. J.? Oh, I'm, I'm great. I'm great. Happy to happy to be on your on your show. Hey man, I was happy to have you on my. I was happy to come on your show too. His name Julius. That's why I called him Doctor J, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know Julius Irving. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so tell the people about your podcast, Toxic Tangents Podcast. So Toxic Tangents. It's a it's a comedy podcast. Uh, started not too long ago, but. Basically, the premise of it is we, we're not afraid to get toxic, you know. Everybody throws that word around nowadays. It's low-key starting to get played out, you know what I'm saying? But the whole whole premise is like, you know, what your opinion is of being toxic might not actually be toxic or whatever. You know, it's all relative. So we like, man, screw it. We leaning all the way into it, just being ourselves. And uh, I'm very good at going off on tangents, which you'll probably see in this in this episode. So I said, man, let's put them together. Hey, I'm with it, though. You know what I'm saying? Because I saw the tangents firsthand when we recorded together on your platform. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm, I'm with it, you know. So tell me, what got you started? What made you decide to finally start a podcast? Because I know you just recently started this podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, so I just listened to mad podcasts for the you know past few years and stuff and just really became an avid podcast listener. Um, I know the probably the average person doesn't do that, or they they might watch it only on YouTube or something. But nah, I was shoot on Spotify or whatever. You know, I I probably got like fifty podcasts that I'm you know following and that I listen to and stuff. And you ever you ever hear a podcast? You like, damn, I really wish I could just be in that room to you know have these conversations with them because you it's like an automatic thing you get your you get your own little opinions about whatever they talking about and then on top of that they uh you know they talking about current events and a lot of them and you you obviously have your own opinions with that so uh yeah just eventually i'm like i gotta start me a show too um so that and then there's a huge podcast boom right now, you know. Yes, um, yes, it so is. So I guess I'm, I'm, I'm part of that. I'm sure, I'm sure podcasters like you that been doing it for a minute, you like, where are all these little niggas coming from? <laughs> you know what? I, I feel like I'm the polar opposite of it. I'm like, come on, little niggas, come on, start your damn podcast. I'm, the, I'm the opposite. I'm like, fuck that shit. There's enough money out here for us. Come on, start your damn podcast. The reason I say that is because if you don't start it now, you'll probably regret it when you're 50 or you're 60, you're up there in your age and stuff, and you're like, you're gonna, you're sitting there thinking about it. I'm just like, I'm kind of like that man that was uh, the Everest College man. You know what that man I was talking about? The man that would be screaming at you like, you need to go to college, man, while you're sitting oh, on yep. the couch and stuff. Yep. I kind of feel like him when it comes to podcasts. I'm like, you might as well just go ahead and start it because either somebody gonna like what you gotta hit say or somebody don't. Somebody gonna like what you guys saying. Somebody gonna listen to you. So that's kind of right. how my take on it. So, see, I, I respect that because I've heard from some people like it's too saturated and you know all that kind of stuff, and they mad because they I guess they think that it's just more competition. But um, in the words of a wise man, he said that he doesn't see 
competition. He sees collaboration. So I, li- I like how you have a, a very positive outlook on it. And uh, on top of that, I'm not going to lie. Most of these podcasts that are starting, they're going to fall off. You know, there's, there's some yeah. crazy statistic like people – I don't know the numbers, but most people fall off after like six episodes. I've heard after 10 yeah. episodes. It's it's crazy. And I, I can see why. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, yes. This shit, this shit ain't as easy as it looked. Like, no, hell no. It is not as easy as it looks. And it's like, bro, I don't I look through my catalog and I'm like, I just to check in on some of the guests I've had on season two and season three. And they done dropped off like flies. I'm like, damn, like. I see some are trying to make comebacks, but then I see some are progressing in other areas of their life. I'm like, if that's the case, go for it. I know one chick, she went off to med school, so I'm like, go ahead, go be a doctor, you know? So, But then somebody see, they ain't even doing it. So you're definitely right about the numbers, but so which is why I tell people, if you're going to do it, you got to put your heart into it, and you just got to go. You got to have that passion to talk and network and collaborate with people because, hey, you know what I'm saying? Only the real ones are going to last. Right, right. How how many episodes do you have? Right now, this is episode two twenty seven. So right now, we're sitting at two twenty six. See, and I I can only imagine how frustrating it is collabing with people, and then they next thing you know, oh, they ain't got a show no more. I'm only what about thirty something episodes in, and I've even seen that. I'm like, okay, well, damn. Especially if you like their show, then that's uh, you know, some like I I. Like I'm a I'm a fan of you. And then you just for whatever reason stop doing the show. I'm like, dang. Exactly. And I've seen some comedians, I've seen some artists. I'm like, I've had some artists come on. I'm like, okay, I'm tapped into your shit. You know what I'm saying? I've had a poet come on. I'm reading your shit. But guess what? For whatever reason, we just stop doing whatever you're doing. So it's just some other advice would be to other podcast listeners. If you're going to get on somebody's podcast, please continue to keep going because we're still checking your shit out even after we done collabed. Right, 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 right. We we still rocking with you, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so far, what was your favorite episode of the Toxic Tangents podcast so far out of all 35? Oof. I would say my personal favorite one is uh, it's called Black Privilege. Ooh, um, Black Privilege. Now I'll be honest, the audio isn't a hundred percent because we kind of did it impromptu. But the content is like, if I could have my show be like that every episode, I would, I would love that. I feel you. I feel you. you know what I'm saying? So elaborate on what exactly is black privilege? Because sometimes we might not see what the hell black privilege is because all we see is we're targets, <laughs> you know? Because we got white, white supremacist groups trying to shoot us down. We get right. struck down by the medical system. We got we can't even go to the bank for the loans. You know what I'm saying? We can't even sell our houses for a decent markup because it's like the part, the value goes down just because you're black. So elaborate a little bit on this black privilege since you brought it up. That's a good question. I still don't even fully understand it, but especially in comparing to white privilege, I'm like, I don't know in this country, you know what I'm saying, that it's necessarily analogous, but... I would uh, I would describe it as we're able to do certain things that other people can't, such as uh, you ever you know just talk shit about white people because it's fun to do that, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying shit like that. We could do that, right? But 
they can't do if they start talking shit about black folks like that is racist right because of mm-hmm. history right uh so I, I would say it's that um and it's also culture right because we 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 lead this we leading this shit we you know? are we really do prints all over this shit right and that's and that's that's what i see as black privilege like you have it, it like i said it's a little bit hard for me to explain but it's it's a great thing being being black in america because you know everything from down to hip-hop to where we dress uh, the lingo and all this kind of shit like we started that you know so naturally we kind of got i hate to say it like this but nah i'm not gonna say that but uh yeah nah, don't hold back you ain't gotta hold back so the reason i didn't want to say it because it might sound crazy but a cool factor which is it it's a double-edged sword right because then motherfuckers always want might think you the cool guy i'm like nah man i'm just me um yeah yeah honestly that's that's cool right there just being you and not giving a fuck that's what i've learned over the years like if you just be you in a room and you just not don't give a fuck what people think hey that's that's the coolest shit because you're already black so hey I just gotta be one cool motherfucker and just go with it, you know. Right, right, right. But uh, but yeah, all that, all that is how I would understand black privilege. Um, I haven't read uh, haven't read Charlemagne the God's book called that, but I, I read know, that so- book years ago. I'm I'm probably mm. gonna reread it, you know what I'm saying? Because it's actually great content, you know. I just gotta mm. I get back on my reading shit, you know what I'm saying? But that was a really good book by Charlemagne the God. Uh, like I said, it was some years ago when I read it because I had bought it like when it first came out. So uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I ain't gonna lie. I remember the part where he gives you the key on eating somebody out. I remember that page. I can't. I remember that page. That's hilarious. <laughs> see, I, I heard part of the audio book because I still do have it on audio book. And I could see why uh, he was the one who read it. So it's in his voice and I'm like, I can't even imagine anybody wanting to read this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like for for an audio book, because it's like the shit that he says is kind of wild. Hey, but it's like from what I remember is he went through some shit, but he made it through and he made it to the part where he's at today. And if he hadn't gone through that shit, you know, he wouldn't be where he at today. So it's just you got to look back on your own life. It's like the shit you go through today. It's like, hey. When you successful and you just keep at your craft or whatever it is and you see it all the way through and you don't give up then yeah you're gonna be hey that really meant, built me you know what i'm saying because i ain't gonna lie season four has probably been the toughest season of look and talk ever you know what i'm saying i will elaborate more on the season finale but you know so i understand where he was coming from in his storytelling and telling what he went through and stuff so getting fired by different radio stations and stuff so that shit is humbling. Like getting fired from a job is already humbling in itself. So it is. Man. So maybe maybe that's what that's another part of black privilege is, you know, through history we just been through so much and it makes us stronger. It builds that character. It builds that that culture that everybody loves. And yeah. now we and now we the descendants of all that hardship and you know, we 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 get to wear that. We have the privilege of getting to wear that. Yes, we have the privilege of wearing that and not folding under pressure because there are so many people that will fold under pressure that will just go through half the shit we've been through and just fold and just be like, the hell with this and stuff, you know? So, exactly. So, if you're out here listening to this and you're still pushing, that you keep going. That's that's anything to anything, you know what I'm saying? Just got to keep going. 
Oh no, it's it's, it's never gonna stop. Plus, I, I like I like podcasting. You know, shit, I like it too, though. That's why it's like sometimes I be I be sitting there like some days I have my moments of man, man, fuck this shit. But then I have my day when I'm about to record, I tap back into it like. I love this shit because I'm making connections in different states. You know, that's the beautiful thing about technology, you know, because back when I first got started in podcasting, we didn't have all this. Well, we had it. We just just didn't blow up the way it should have, you know. Mm -hmm. So So. let me let me ask you, uh, you said you have some days where you just like, fuck it. What what causes you to, you know, to have those type of feelings about podcasting? Um. I ain't gonna lie, looking at the numbers and looking, mm. looking, you're looking at the numbers and you're looking at the your following and stuff. You're like, shit, I'm but I'm putting my heart into these episodes and ain't nobody hearing me. Right, so I like have it should my, be more I, type shit. Huh? It, it, like it should be more type shit. I that's that's what be fucking me up sometimes, but hell yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm the sweat here, done got this guest and scheduled around, moved around the schedule and stuff because Scheduling guests is hard as fuck, you know what I'm saying? Because they have a certain schedule. And then there were some guests, I just had to tell them, like, look, I will see you in September for season five because you're just impossible, you know? So, and and also you deal with sometimes people showing up, not even showing up, you know? They, Oof. you know, some people I'm able to forgive, you know what I'm saying? I'll give them that 24 hour grace period. They hit me up, like, hey, what was up? You know, I'll, I'll give them that grace period. But then some people, then you ever record with somebody? I don't know if you've ha- had this happen to you. That you're saying to yourself, "This is the last time I'm ever gonna record with you." Have you ever had, <laughs> have you had that happen to you yet? No, not not really, not yet. Stick around, it's coming. Hey, I'm just I hate to I hate to scare you, but it's coming. You're gonna record with somebody. You're like, I am not gonna record this motherfucker ever again because there were some people that they just. They just didn't have the energy or they said something egregious. Like I had this one comedian chick. She was like, all the white men need to slide my DMs. I'm like, girl, you are black. <laughs> and you're on a black man's podcast advocating for white men. Was she okay. black? Yeah, she was black. And she and the crazy thing about her was she got ripped by another podcast because guess what? Another podcast, um, they belittled her for how she was approaching them because I think she went on a phase where she just wanted to get on everybody's podcast. So, so they saw they saw the email she sent. They ripped it to shreds. I'm like, damn. I, I just had this poor girl on a couple of weeks ago, and she just. I think they were just breaking down the grammar stuff. I'm like, damn. What are we in? Ella? What are we in English class now? <laughs> it was so funny how they post. I'm like, damn. Because like I said, um, it was funny though. But you gonna see some things in podcasting. Just stick around. I, I've definitely had guests that are easier to talk to than others, you know? Like, sometimes you just got to basically sit back and let them drop 50. I'm like, oh, shit. And it mm-hmm. ends up being a good-ass episode. I'm like, this is the easiest shit, you yes. know? But but then, and that's one thing I'm learning as a, as a host is, you know, those times are easy, but sometimes you got to, um, I mean, the name of my show is, you know, Toxic Tangents. So, yeah, that's. That's what we do, but sometimes you might have to put a little bit more structure and lead the conversation a little bit more, you know, because it's not so easy. Um, but yeah, that's that's you know, it's, it's a skill, you know, being a good podcast host. 
Yes, it's, it's definitely it's a skill that takes time to master. You know what I'm saying? It takes time to master. Is but when you get it, you get it because you can make any shit sound good. Because I'm because some episodes I'd be like, man, if you don't talk and help a brother out, shit. You know, <laughs> I know you. This ain't. I know this is podcasting, but the name of the game is to talk and not just show up and look pretty. And another thing that I will say did annoy me is sometimes people didn't come prepared. Like, like mm. why are you messaging me telling me, hey? My phone is about to die, and I'm recording from my phone. I'm like, why is your shit charged knowing you got to come <laughs> on a podcast tonight? Right. right See, right. that kind of shit right there will make me say, okay, you, you're one and done. You know what I'm saying? If I got cut my episode short because you didn't charge your, your devices, I'm like, okay, you're one and done. Right. Or they or they show up with um like a bad microphone or something like that. Yes. I had one episode. It was, I'm not going to lie, a fire-ass conversation, but the audio, like, when I'm recording it, it didn't sound so bad, but then, you know, when you download the audio file and you go to edit and stuff, I'm like, this is terrible on his end, but, um, yeah, yeah, something, something you got to deal with. I'll probably, as I get better at editing, I'll, I'll see, you know, some other things I could do to tweak it, because I really yeah. do like that episode, too. Yeah, and there'll be some episodes that, you know, it's just, you play it back, you're like, now, there was one episode that I originally I had put it up. I was in, um, I was, I went ahead and put it up, but then I played it back. I'm like, okay. In my head, I'm thinking I need to take this shit down. And then as soon as I'm thinking that, one of my buddies who, like, so I think I told you this on your podcast, one of my buddies who was on, he was like, bro, you need to take that shit down because it's, <laughs> the audio is horrible and we're just, we're all over the place. Yeah. But listen, if you can go back in time, what's one thing about podcasting you wish you would have known before you got started? Uh, I wish I would have known um, it's a bit harder to get an audience. That and um, there's some pre-launch things that I wish I would have known. Um, I mean, I guess I can get specific. Um, things like, okay, recording like five to ten episodes before and drop them all on the same day. Um, things like getting a whole like pre-launch posse, you know, or friends or whoever to like, you know, tell everybody through social media or whatever before I think it was something else. Um, but yeah, ba basically that type of stuff, because I learned, for instance, uh, Apple podcast, when, when there's a new podcast, it kind of pushes it to the top. And as you know, you know, like downloads, get more downloads, listens, get more listens, followers, get more followers, you know, likes, get more likes, etc. So if you do kind of like a huge push and let's say you get a whole bunch of downloads within like the first week that you just dropped your podcast, it's going to, you know, push your podcast to the front page of Apple Podcasts or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to get even more views on it. So then you could kind of start off on a better foot, you know, and collect X amount of, you know, listeners from the gate. Um, so I, I kind of wish I would have known that. And also audio quality, you know, because in my opinion, I, like I said, I'm an avid podcast listener. I don't think audio quality needs to be perfect, but it needs to be good enough. Right. And mm -hmm. A lot of the um, a lot of the advice that people give to podcasters is predicated on the fact that you might fall off, right? 
So it's doing stuff like telling you, uh, well, yo, just just get a like a Yeti mic or just get, you know, just do Anchor because it's free or or something like that, which there's, there's nothing wrong with Anchor. Everybody uses Anchor. Listen, I used Anchor for a while before I got the MacBook, so I understand Anchor because it took somebody to tell me I was like 70 episodes in. Somebody's like, hey, you know Anchor is free, right? I was like, oh, shit. Fuck you, SoundCloud. Listen, <laughs> right. Anchor, you know. Yeah, it, it, it is free. It, it is nice, but there's basically most of the um, – the advice that people gave you as a, as a new podcaster is because you might fall off. You might pod fade. Cause honestly, most of you motherfuckers will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they kind of set you up for success. So you don't just spend a bunch of money on stuff and then it's a waste. And now you're no longer a podcaster. So that's cool and all. But at this point I know, well, I knew I wanted to do it, but the more I'm doing it, it's solidifying, you know, my confidence in the fact that I want to keep doing this. So, in other words, I I just wish I would have started off um, on a better foot and planned it out better. You know what I'm saying? Even from the from the artwork to to the whole thing, you know, because I was just on the thing on the on the mindset of let me just start it right, which isn't bad. Just starting it, um, but if if you know you if you know for a fact you're gonna be serious about it. Yes, take take a few more months or something to to plan and build your resources, equipment, all that crap. Um, yeah, that's real. That's definitely real because you definitely drop some dimes right there. You definitely gotta plan your resources, especially for a while if you know you're gonna keep this thing going. And plus, and also you gotta know that even because for me, I I never really experienced power fade because as soon as I felt that power fade. Uh, something happened, I'd have the itch to record again. So it's like, hmm. for some of us, we just, you know, we just build different, you know what I'm saying? So right. what's your advice to anybody out there who's looking to start a podcast in 2022? Uh, And I, I might be contradicting what I just said, but just start it. It don't have to be perfect. Um, Just start it. But, I mean, basically everything I just said, you know, if you know for a fact that you want to do it, it's going to it's going to pay off if you take a little bit of time to to plan it out what you want to talk about, you know, be unique. That so I'll say that one. Uh you know, even from the name cuz it's there's so many podcasts out there. Yes, like hundreds it is. of thousands. Are we are we at millions of podcasts yet? We probably somewhere near millions of podcasts. Uh, we it wouldn't shock me if we are because we we are definitely near millions of podcasts because it's a lot of them out there, you know. Yeah, and then, yeah. So, like I said, just just start it, um, and yeah, plan, plan. Be be unique. Try to try to go, you know, a little bit different than what other people are doing. But at the same time, don't be afraid if you kind of have the same content as somebody. Because think about it, it's you. Um, and that's that's going back to that same point is leaning into that uniqueness, right? I got a comedy podcast, right? And we talk about society and all that kind of stuff. Similar to this one, right? But guess what? First of all, we have totally different sounding voices. We have totally different views on the world. We get totally different guests, all that stuff. So it's like, don't be intimidated by other podcasts. Just, you know, just do you. Because guess what? They're going to continue to be more podcasts, even after you start yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last time I checked, there's about I don't know how many different brands of bottled water, 
when you go to the store, right? They all water, right? Yeah. And last time I checked, they all making money. <laughs> like, come on. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's like I definitely agree with that, you because it's definitely different. There's definitely some podcast for somebody. You never know. You might be holding major keys. Somebody might need to hear your podcast to motivate them to go ahead and start theirs. You just never know. So Facts. I definitely agree with everything you just said there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. Go ahead and get that liquor pulled <laughs> up and go ahead and subscribe wherever you get your podcast at. And go ahead and tap in for those of you watching this on YouTube. Hey, my man, I know you in Colorado. I don't know if you watch hockey or not, but um, Lightning mm. and Six because, <laughs> <you know, laughs> yes, the, the world champs here in Tampa going up against your Colorado Avalanche, you know. That was a good series they had, but, hey, I like my boys in Six because, hey, they know how to, to um, get past adversity and stuff. But talk to me about, about being black in Denver. And also, is it also – Something about the weed too. Is it really everything legal, or, or there's some stipulations to that shit? Uh, so as far as marijuana goes, yes. Yeah, as long as you're 21 and up, you can consume weed in your residence now. Like it's it's illegal to do public consumption, kind of like you know drinking on the street. Mm-hmm. So same thing. Uh, but yes, yeah, I guess it's pretty cool. I don't smoke weed, so to be honest, I don't really much care. But it is pretty cool just to. I don't know, have that burden lifted. Yeah, because cause I know California is like super lax, and somebody told me Colorado can be strict at times. Is that true? As ter- in terms of weed, nah. Maybe if you got pounds and pounds on you. So every everybody 21 and up, you're allowed to possess up to six plants in your home, um, which is, that's pretty good because, you know, if you're growing weed, I don't know if you ever grow, grew weed or knew somebody who grew weed, but depending on how good you are at growing and what strains you get and shit, you could, yeah, you could produce pounds just off of them plants. Um, but then uh, you can have up to, I think, an ounce on you, um, which an ounce is, that's a decent amount of weed too, like if you call yourself smoking, but obviously if you, um, if you're doing other things, because what just casual weed smoker uh, is carrying around pounds of weed, like you're probably going to try to sell it, right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you just got pounds and pounds of weed, it might be a different story. But I don't know anybody who's got who's got knocked for having pounds of weed as of lately. Um, and if they did, I would guess that the that the charge would be a little less, right? Because in general shit is a little bit more laxed out to here uh out here but but yeah that's 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 the deal with the weed um there's hella weed shops everywhere <laughs> i mean shoot i live across the street from a weed store you know you can go in there and buy gummies and tinctures and all all types of topical rubs all this crap i kind of know a lot about weed but i used <laughs> to smoke Back in the day, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's not a problem if you still did. You know, what I'm saying I know. It, I know because it, it's, it's legal. Just free around here, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm I'm saying it like it's a bad thing, but I mean personally, I don't. I think meat we is. I mean, it is a drug. It makes you stupid. Sorry if I'm sorry if I'm, I'll probably just <laughs> I'll probably just uh, uh, offended like a bunch of people. <laughs> They'll live, you know what I'm saying? They'll but, live, you know what I'm saying? Because, hey, they they know they know what it is. It's like, 
No, you offended the ones that use it stupidly. Like you have ones that just use it to chill and relax, but you have yeah. ones that they use it and they just feel invincible and shit. Right. I mean, alcohol makes you stupid, and I do that probably every weekend. So uh, I'm not one to talk. Right. I'll, I'll admit that. But um, but yeah, that yeah. As far as the weed goes, it's 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 pretty cool that you could do that. A lot of people visit town just to. Well, not just to get weed, but that's something on the tourist list for them is to go to a cool weed shop and get some shit. I mean, obviously, your weed man probably going to have uh, the best prices, but, you know, the the, the weed stores, they're going to have maybe some, some super exotic shit or, you know, some real strong stuff that you might want to try, you know? Um, so, yeah, everything is not legal here. Shrooms are decriminalized, so I guess there's that. Uh, so I guess that's that's kind of a you know what I'm saying. This is a liberal I state. I don't know if I'd ever do shrooms because they. I hear I've heard some crazy ass stories about some shrooms and stuff. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I I need to be here tomorrow. I need to remember what the hell happened. You know, right. um, I don't need to be in some galaxy far, far away. You know. <laughs> See, and that that's that's my thing with um with doing any type of hallucinogenics or whatever is you you might I don't I don't want to lose my mind, you know? I've heard stories about weird old people who like oh back in the day they they did too much acid and now they have a a perma trip and they always think somebody's right there but they're not there or something, you know, something crazy like that. Um yeah, I wouldn't I would never touch acid. I think I I did shrooms a few times before. It's kind of fun. I never did enough to, to like start tripping heavy, you know. Because sometimes you you hear like people start full on hallucinating. I've never done that much. I just got like a body high and started kind of laughing and shit. Um, so I guess that's kind of fun, you know. Yeah, yeah, that that definitely is. And um, you never know, you know. So I'm I'm open to some crazy experiences now. If y'all listening to this, don't y'all don't think, <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness, he don't want to live, hey. I'm open to whatever as long as I'm with good people, you know what I'm saying? Right. So talk about living in Colorado, because I know y'all are a mile high and it's a mile high above sea level. Like, how is it for black people in Colorado? Uh, it's cool. It's it's kind of hard for me to answer that question because I've basically lived here all my life. But, you know, of course I've I mean, I got mad family in Houston. I go there often. I got you know what I'm saying? I've been to other places. Finally went to Atlanta last year. Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. Um, Man, so I guess. I don't blame if you did. <laughs> right. First of all, the women out there are like, sheesh. Like, I mean, yeah, listen, man. I heard Houston women top Atlanta, though, from what I heard. Nah, nah. And so the girls are Atlanta, they they cooler. Like, they, they easier to chill with than Houston. And that, they look better, if you ask me. Um, I think I think Houston girls act a little more bougie, actually a lot more bougie than Atlanta. I fuck with Atlanta tough, <laughs> but it was it was it was nice going out there, and I'm like, oh shit, there's people that look like me. Like you know what I'm saying? It's just a level of comfortability, you know, compared to the, compared to out here and stuff. Um, so wait, there aren't people that a lot of people that look like us in Colorado? No, there is. You know, there is, but it, it's it's just not gonna be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, most of the places you go, 
unless you in um Aurora or maybe Park Hill. I'm trying to think where Montbello, uh other different parts of Denver, Five Points, even um, you know, it's not gonna be like that. Um, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of the clubs you go to, it's gonna be you know, you go in and it's just a lot of brothers, you know, talking to other races of women because they not even in that club like that. Like, damn, it, it sounds hey, it sounds like what the hell I got to deal with in Florida. You know what I'm saying? Because and, and, and well, at least in Tampa, at least because it's like we seeing brothers talking to other races and we we see yeah, it all. Which is I'm cool, like, but it's like sometimes I'm like, damn, if you if you want some black girls out here, you got to go specifically to black clubs for the most part. And there's only a handful. And even with that, sometimes, man, niggas get to shooting and shit. I'm like, come on, man. One of my favorite clubs got shot up the other week. And I, I didn't even know it because I hadn't been there in a while. And then I asked about it. And they're like, nope, somebody shot that up. And then uh, not too long before that, there was uh, this little function that this DJ has out here. Uh, his name is Squizzy Taylor, but he, he be having all kinds of parties and stuff like that. It's a little Taco Tuesday thing. You know, because one time I was looking for shit to do on a Tuesday. I was off. And they're like, oh, nope. They shot up Taco Tuesday the other week. I'm like, come on, man. Like, why y'all got to act like that? But, yes. yeah, that's 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 kind of annoying. It it would be nice if there was more, like, black clubs and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But there's there's not all, all that many of us, so I could see how there's only a handful. But it's still cool. Um, we got a good Juneteenth festival. I'll say that. Um and it's getting bigger too. So, what this year they got Davies, Twister, a bunch of local artists and DJs. I was surprised when I saw both of those names. I was like, "Oh shit, they really trying to do this thing out here," you know? Yes, yes, that's what's up. Hey, um, corporate America, stop fucking with Juneteenth, man. It's <laughs> like my goodness, y'all. We making a national holiday now. You motherfuckers want to make money off of it? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? That's a black people holiday. Not for right. y'all to make money off it. Uh, to be fair, they do that to every other holiday except like all the cultural ones. Like they don't do that to Cinco de Mayo, do they? I think they make money off Cinco de Mayo. Shit, all the taco places that are owned by white folks be making money off them. Okay, yeah, that's that's that. Um, but I don't know. Even still, it's just different. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it it just don't look right when certain people do certain Juneteenth things. Like, it don't. Uh, it, it it don't. Shit, it don't I'm feel just right. like let. Let the black people take the lead on this one. Sit this one out. Right, right, right. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Look, let let us shop black that day. Let us buy some <laughs> black-owned things. And also, shout out to the person who's ever over this um, Target while black page. Man, you about to, you about to make me spend a bag at Target. Shit. <laughs> what was that? Wait, what was that racist thing that... Walmart did. Then they do something. Walmart crazy? tried to make some ice cream. Uh, um, but get this, it was copied off of a black-owned ice cream company. How the hell y'all gonna call copy a black-owned ice cream company and then call it Juneteenth ice cream? That's weird. What flavor was it? Like pistachio or something? I don't know what you would. No, mean. I think it was like a red velvet cheesecake. I think it was. Oh, come on, man. Exactly. That's what I'm like. You know. And I heard even some places, I think a children's hospital in Indianapolis had a Juneteenth salad with some chicken and watermelon. And I'm like. <laughs> That's kind of funny because it's so ridiculous. It like, is funny. It's, it's funny saying it, but then you're like, 
y'all are that stupid. Right. Y'all are that uncultured. My goodness. Because they know we ain't buying that. You know damn well we ain't buying that shit. Yeah, that's how. I, I don't. I don't get it. I. I really don't get it. Yeah, bro, I can't make it up. I like this. Is some shit that went over my head too. I'm like, man, what? Y'all want to do this? Man, we do not be doing that for y'all holidays and stuff. But then again, it goes back to we the culture. They want to steal every little thing about black culture. You know? Right. They, they just trying to be a part of it. You know. Just to try to be a part of it to say I'm like. Nah, you want you just go ahead and sit this one out because y'all gonna find a way to copy of it, you know. And so sometimes it's like it's not necessarily for you to be a part of, you know. It's it's for you to just sit back, respect it, and be like, okay, they they got that over there. I right, I'm gonna do me. It's okay to mind your business. Yes, it is damn sure okay to mind your business. It is respected to mind your business. You know, and it's like you it, it's just we always got to do white culture always trying to come in to influence us, you know, like and I was watching um the I Am Athlete podcast and the game was talking about how now white corporations would put they put the money behind white artists. I'm like, no wonder, no wonder our black artists who are better than a lot of these artists out here skillfully in hip hop, you know, mm-hmm. they can't get no love because. All damn white artists trying to get all the love. Right. I don't know. How do you, how you feel about those rappers? Because I don't, I don't really listen to them, really. Like, that dude, uh, you know, the dude with the... Well, he's blowing up right now. Jack Harlow? Yeah. Yeah, him. It's like, some yeah. things he got some catchy shit, too. But, that, but the whole thing is, I'm like... But what makes me a little mad is, like, BT would rather nominate him for a world over a Lil Nas X. I'm like... They nominated him? They nominated, yeah, they nominated Jack Harlow over Nas X for something. Oh, that's weird. I don't even think Nas X got a nomination. I'm like, you fucking serious? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, that that's that is definitely kind of weird. And I'm just like, and then and then don't help this white boy over over here. He 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 clever. He know how to play the game. He's like, always oh, had his love for black women and stuff. I'm like, okay, white boy. Okay. You you just trying to soak up your fame because you trying you know the white corporation is gonna throw all that money behind you because you know BT is owned by Viacom so of course you know what I'm uh, saying the white corporation is gonna be trying to fund hey we need him I'm like nah yeah I don't know I mean like like you said he uh, he has a couple good songs I guess that I, that I do listen to I'm not gonna be I'm, I won't lie like that but I don't yeah. I don't really know his music or care about it or. You know, anybody like him, neither. Yeah, it's like, I think his this was probably the first time I really tapped into him. Because I heard a couple of his songs, like, What's Poppin' or That's How Hero song. But, yeah, but then I was yeah. like, okay. he come Now he come with the bangers. It's okay. I, I'll give him his credit. But I'm just like, I don't like yeah. how they just trying to, you know, market him. And also, you know, over prominent black artists. Right. I, I, I feel like there always has to be a new, you know, like, hottest white rapper at any given time at, you know at least just one and you it's like and honestly you like so i was watching i'm athlete podcast and the game basically said that's kind of how eminem blew up you know what i'm saying it's like right. eminem has some hard bars it's like but he i feel like eminem didn't need all of that to get blown up because he was good but okay you know. 
Yeah, and you know what? I don't want to take nothing away from that man. Um, because first of all, he is he is one of the best lyricists. I didn't say the best, but he, he's he's cold. He's, he's one he of spit. the best. Yeah, he can spit. So don't take that away from. And look at how many people he's put on. Yeah, you know specifically how many black people he's put on. Yeah, I, look, I respect look at all the, the detail. D12, yep. Slaughterhouse, you know, so many Interscope rappers. Like, so you can't even, yeah, you can't even be like that with him. I will say his music personally, I just, I don't resonate so much with it, you know. If anything, I like Slim Shady more than Eminem, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, some, like, some of his music, the like, 8 Mile was kind of motivate you to go ahead and motivate you get your shit done, you know what I'm saying? But right. some of the other shit he was talking about, I'm like, okay. It's way over my head. Yeah, so what? So all white boy shit. He talking about killing his mom and all that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. You, you're, he can spit. you're over my head now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he can spit though. Can't take he that can. away. From yeah, me. he can. But you know what I'm saying. But hey, I really feel like, really feel like the game probably should got some of that marketing though. You know. But go catch that I'm athlete episode though with the game, and you'll see what I was talking about. So yeah, I'm gonna see it. And, and you know what? One thing I said. As you know, hip hop is really the number one genre when you got white rappers beefing. You remember when Eminem was beefing with uh with MGK? Yeah, I saw that. I was, was like, that, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> got that many like, of them. Wait, why are the, the white asses beefing? Y'all are white. Right. They should be working together or something. Y'all but should be that working. Ain't, together, hey, that ain't my but... problem. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, shit. I don't give a fuck. Like, if they, if they, yeah, if they turn out each other's either. careers, then they, they, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. I just throw my hands up to that one, y'all. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. Toxic Tangents Podcast is in the house tonight, ladies and gentlemen, y'all. Go ahead and tap into his podcast if you haven't done so already. But let's let's talk about some toxic things. What are some toxic things we do in relationships, you know? And I, I got one based off a certain celebrity situation. I feel like a toxic thing we don't do in relationships is we don't ask the right questions. Because you know, if we ask the questions in the beginning, it'll save us a whole lot of drama. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Listen, because I really feel like some of us, it's like, because now it's about to be a little playing field out here because you got some women they ain't playing, they playing the game too. You know what? Hmm. Well, you got some brothers out here that want to settle down. And some people want to settle down, and some people want to play the game. So it's like, so I feel right. like one toxic habit we got to stop doing is before we get into committed relationships, we got to ask the tough questions to draw out the answers and stuff to, you know, figure out where the hell this person's head is at. So by that, you mean just the basic, like, okay, are you trying to eventually get married? Are you looking for something serious? Do you want kids? Yeah. That type of shit. That type of shit. And also, you got to see where their head is at mentally as well. And also, you got to see if they're really trying to recover from something as well. Because Ooh, I don't need you to be you down the line. Go ahead. I, I hate that the most. It feels like everybody just broke up with their ex-boyfriend or something what? like that. And You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, Bruh, don't, I, don't, don't have me out here as a fucking rebound. Like, nah, but really, sometimes you just got to exactly ask those questions and pay attention. Like, okay, if she just broke up with her ex nigga, like, I don't know, uh-huh, three because... months ago, nah, she needs some more time. Mm-hmm. I need to hear at least, at least like six months ago, 
You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, you're probably just trying to jump back into another relationship because you don't like to be single or you're not even really over that dude. Like, Or maybe you just... And honestly, and honestly, I'd be okay if you just tell me you just down the fuck. And not a lot of women right. come out and say that, but hey, if you come out and say that, I'll be like, okay, well, let's what let's make it do what it do. But not a lot of people are gonna say that though. And it's like because sometimes if you really get serious with somebody, their ex will somehow pop back up into the picture. I'm like, I thought you just broke up with this motherfucker. Always, always like why, why, what's wrong with people? You know what I'm yes. saying? I hate that ex shit. Like, no, no, don't you mention that nigga's name around me? Don't you talk about him? I don't give a fuck what he did. <laughs> like, yes. no, no ex, nothing. Cause, see, I'm the type of person. After I'm done with a with a woman, I'm done, done. Like, and see, but I'm different. I know so many people. They still, you know, keep the person's number in their phone or still. Shit. Connected on social, like no, I'm blocking you on everything. I'm deleting your shit. Like yo, I told you I'm through, you know. And we threw through, but so many people don't do that. They leave the door open, and I think that that's very toxic because it takes away from your current relationship or anything that you're pursuing now. So it, it's it's tough because exactly what you say. You never know what's really on somebody's mind if there's any ulterior motives or mm-hmm. anything crazy like that yeah it's definitely is and honestly it's like i had one person i was kind of with they told me their ex was with somebody else and told them straight up hey i miss you i'm like how the hell you miss this person but you with somebody else See? and you're gonna accept that shit what the fuck is wrong with you did they did they end up getting back with that person I, as far as I know, they did. I, I could care less because it's like yeah. me and this person kind of had it out. It's like if you embarrass me in front of my family, I really stop giving a fuck about you. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. have me looking stupid in front of my family. I really don't give a fuck about you. It's like, and and that's why I'm just like, you know what? I'm over this person. But that's why they blocked me on on social media. I blocked them right back. But every, but then I did. Sometimes you did sneak peek on them just to be nosy and you're like, <laughs> damn, I'm like, damn, this motherfucker really done moved on. Then I'm like, the universe to just reward this person for treating me like shit. I'm like, right. you know. But and see, that that's the thing behind it is when people quote unquote send that message to check up on their ex or, you know, they friend their ex on social media or look at a picture or their story or something, they don't really care. They just mostly trying to see if they're doing better than them. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you don't give a shit how I'm doing. You wanna, you wanna see if I got other hoes. If I'm, if you know, if I'm living my life like that, like that. So that's yeah. the best thing you could do after you get a breakup is really start just go hard. Like yo, I'm on boats. I got, you know what I'm saying? Just you know, and honestly, ass. and honestly, sometimes you ain't got stunt like that. You just gotta <laughs> live your life. That's the real stunting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you just live your life and not be defeated about it, and you just live your life and you making shit happen. That's the real victory, you know what I'm saying? Because then that person can all they can say is, hey, you know what I'm saying? He made something for himself, you know? Because sometimes you might be, because I've seen some some situations where you might be laughing now, but guess what? A couple years from now, you won't be laughing, so. Right. Because things will always get better. Like, another thing we do, I think we do is toxic, is we don't communicate in relationships. Because no. I had a co- co-worker tell me today, she was just like, I'm so annoyed with my boyfriend. He don't really, really get out what I need to say. It's like, I'm trying to, oh, get him to tell his feelings, tell me how he feels and stuff. It's like, mm. 
I feel like if you're in a relationship with somebody, nobody don't need to be, shouldn't be trying to pull it out of you. No, say how the fuck you feel. Shit. We grown right. ups. Right. But I don't know. That sounds like a tricky situation because I think a lot of ladies want, want us to express more and be more open. But sometimes it does seem like when you do that, they, um, they're not so receptive of it and they start disrespecting you a little bit. Cause they see you as soft. I'm like, but what? I thought you wanted me to, you know, you know what and, I'm saying. And all that would tell me. And if you have that perception of me, if I open up you, that's your perception of me. I'm like, then that just tells me you're not the woman for me. Simple as that. Because right. the woman for you is gonna be receptive of. She's gonna respect you, and she's gonna communicate right back to you with how she's feeling. And y'all are gonna have that healthy communication. So if the, and that. And you know what? And that's it's sad that we're in this society and there's still some childish ass women like that that want to get mad when a man opens up and stuff. But yeah, y'all always saying we want men to open up, we want this to open that. But but when a man pours out, he's this, he's that, you're belittling him, you're using what he said against him in a future argument. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to listen for something you can hold on to and throw in his face when you get mad at him. So that's not healthy, ladies. And y'all need to stop it. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Wow, you you spitting, <laughs> spitting, my nigga. <laughs> That's what we do on look and talk, man. We spit, man. We 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 spit because we've been through this shit, dog. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I know you done been through some shit, and I've been through some shit. So it's just we learn from the shit, and we learn from the toxic shit, and it's just it trains our minds for what we don't want to do. It. I'm almost to the point of, hey, I respect when somebody rejects me, you know, even though it stings. But I'm like, okay, fine. Mm. I don't have to waste my money on you. And you listen, that's another toxic thing as well. Money. Why the hell how much money I be spending matters in a date, huh? True. Because I bet the I bet the sorry nigga who's probably bending you, bending you over, breaking your back, ain't, ain't gotta spend dime on you. That 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 is that that right there. Yes. Because and that that's why men are so some men are so reluctant to spend money. In those situations, because we know, we know there's a dude somewhere, somewhere up in them guts. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. women are way better at having options, you know, and and uh, yes, they are, and backup plans and shit. They're very yes, good they at are. that. It's like, it's like as soon as you fuck up, they already got the first. They already got the next nigga lined up. Uh, they been had him lined up. Uh huh. He was in they because they got they probably can pluck somebody from the friend zone. You know what? Step mm -hmm. right up. Mm hmm. Kick oh, him to the curb. Step right up. You know. It is freaking terrible, but you know that's that's just one of the things when it comes to dating that you gotta you gotta put up with. You know that's that's one thing as men we just have to accept it. Like hey, I might spend this money and might go anywhere. You know. Uh, you hear a lot of people waste say, oh, they wasted my time. They wasted my time. Okay, I'll, I'll be honest. This might be toxic, but if a woman says that, I'm kind of like, I don't give a fuck. At least you didn't waste no money. You know what I'm saying? If the date went bad, look, in terms of our shit, not only did we waste time, but we wasted our money on you, too. At least you got treated to a free meal or some free drinks. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. in my opinion, I had never been treated out for food and drink, had a great time and shit, or whatever. Or maybe it was just, eh. But guess what? It was free, so it couldn't have been that bad. Like, exactly. You, you know, know what I'm saying? 
Now, I've had that happen to me. Like, I have had somebody treat me, but guess what? When it went bad, guess what they threw? I paid for more dates than you. Why the fuck does that matter? Why the fuck does that matter that you paid for more dates than me? So fucking what? I wasted money, wasted money and time with you too, motherfucker. Why does it matter? Damn, you had a woman pay for more dates than you? That happened. Listen, I was at a low point. I was at a low point in time. I was trying to catch up. This chick was interested, you know? And it's like, now, the first time it was, the first date she paid for it, it wasn't even an intention that she was going to pay for it. She just went on and paid for it because she was a fucking hour late, you know what I'm saying? And I still waited on her ass. There you go. She should have paid for it. Hell yeah. But now, see, she kept texting me the whole time, and it was raining and stuff, and she kept texting me, I'm on the way, I'm on the way, and stuff. Right as I'm about to leave, she texts me on oh, pulling in and stuff, and she said, "Oh, I was late, so don't worry about it. I'll pay for it." You know what I'm saying? So, rightfully so. But it looks like it went south from there. So, what I've been told, if a, if a woman's more than like I don't know, like ten, maybe twenty minutes late tops, just clip it, clip yeah. it. And if she if she's still adamant about meeting up, I guess just say, "Okay, um, well, shit, balls in your court." Right, like you could schedule the date, plan it. Like you taking me out at this point, if you still do really want to go out. That is, yeah, because I didn't did my part and showed up on time. Like yeah. I, 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 I personally need to get better at that. Uh, Honestly, I got to a point of I don't give a fuck. It's like because mm-hmm. out of my college years, I was the one always spending breaking the bread on dates and stuff. I'm looking up like let me as I'm you fuck. should. Yeah, I was like, you know, I'm. Once I took this chick to high and nice and high end restaurant, only for her to tell me, "Oh, I just don't see you like that." I'm like, "Bitch, Ooh. I done spent sixty dollars on you, and you just told me that for the first you know date." Yeah, first date. Oh, but yeah. Me and this, yeah. Me and so this that... chick had known each other for years, though, so it's like something. Okay, mm. it ain't gonna be so bad. I'm thinking okay. she might see my greatness, but <laughs> guess what? I've learned. I also learned you. Sometimes you gotta strike while the iron is hot. If you're feeling somebody, but go for it. Don't Oof. let that person. Don't let time go by because once that person gets a perception of you, it's really hard to change that perception of you. Right. Plus, there's plus there's always other dudes in the picture too. So you gotta, you know, she she's talking to other dudes just like you talking to other women. So you gotta mm-hmm. exactly what you said. Hurry up and scoop that up when you while you can. Yep. Yep. And the last toxic thing I will say is. You can't let somebody change you. You know, you cannot let somebody change you. It's like if you're changing who you are to appease this person and make this person happy, you're wasting your time. You know what I'm saying? Because and also if you're out there trying to mold somebody into your perfect man or perfect woman, you're wasting your time because all you're doing is molding them for the next person because they're going to get they're <laughs> going to get tired of you molding them and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're going to kick you to the curb and they'll they'll feel like they'll they ready for somebody else, you know? Yeah, and as far as that goes, you should. Uh, I need to tell a lot of dudes you're welcome, you know. Uh, especially, well, really, when it comes to like doing shit in the bedroom, like you're welcome. I taught her that, nigga. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. Yep, you're welcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, hey, and I want to thank all the dudes who came before me. Like, damn, this bitch is freaky like that. Thank you. Thank you. Give me, give me his number. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, I'm like, my head, I'm like, my nigga, you need to be a sex therapist. I'm like, God damn, dog, you done taught her all this shit. 
and hey, you know, and all the women that done probably came before the woman that I'm about to sleep with, she was like, hey, they need to be thanking them too, because hey, I learned some bits and things too, you know. Right, right. We we, yeah, we all learning out here. One big Eskimo family. Uh huh. We all we all <laughs> learning around here. We all learning from each other. We all learning this stuff, you know. Oh shit! In some ways, that's kind of nasty. That's that's why single being single for too long is nasty. Yeah. Yes, yes, I agree. Being single for too long is nasty, but it's just you see the bullshit couples deal with. And you're like. Some days you're like, oh, okay, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good because I don't need some woman throwing me out of the house because I ain't cook her no dinner or can't cook, make her something to eat or something like that, you know? Right. You know, and it's just sometimes, and sometimes I have my days where I just want to be selfish, you know what I'm saying? So some days being single is good, but then some days you're like, damn, I do would like to have somebody chill with, you know, but it is what it is. Right, right, right. I mean, but another toxic. Go ahead. No, nah, I was just saying it's it's the summer, so yeah. yeah, it's about to be hot girl summer, hot boy summer. We about to see these hot girl, hot boys battles all fucking summer. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and I'm about to act the ass at this Juneteenth festival. There was so many hoes last year. It's about to be crazy. Bro, act, show your ass, dog. Just show your ass. <laughs> show your ass all the way, dog. Because, hey, you know, because shit. I might have to figure out where these Juneteenth festivals at here. You know what I'm saying? I'll probably slide one to myself. But, but y'all, but <laughs> yeah, this has been lit, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. If you don't know, now you know. All right, man, what you got planned for your podcast for the remainder of 2022? Honestly, just the. Keep going, go harder. You know what I'm saying? Get even more toxic, get even more ratchet on the podcast. Um, but yeah, basically that. It's, it's never stopping. So, you know, every Monday, every Monday, you can catch me wherever you listen to this. You know, just look me up, Toxic Tangents. Hit that follow button too. You know, after you listen to Liquor Talk, just head on over around the corner to Toxic Tangents. Mm-hmm. All right, last and my brother, you have a great platform. I done been on it. You got dope vibes. Tell the people why they need to head on over and subscribe to the Toxic Tangents podcast. Because we ain't, we ain't afraid to get toxic. We're going to say how we really feel on there. We're not holding back. And because uh, you like to support black business. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's good. That's definitely good. Well, Julius, my brother, I want to thank you for coming on Look and Talk. Blessing to look and talk with your pleasure presence. And whenever you want to have me on again, remember I might be in Florida, but I'm just a DM away. So whenever you're ready to work again, let me know. I'm up for it, man. I'm game for it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I would I would love that. We're gonna we're gonna be in touch. Thank yes, you for having yes, me yes. on again. Yes, sir. And thank you to listen for listening to Look and Talk. Thank you for subscribing. Whether you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts at, remember to tap in. Pour it up, tap in with Look and Talk. Remember, all your problems are short. Keep it moving. Take some shots. Keep it moving. Until next time, we out this motherfucker. Deuces, y'all. Deuces. Peace.